Welcome to CooperCast, the Harry Nielsen episode. This is your host, Al's web sidekick, John Sachs. In this episode, Al talks about his great fondness for Harry, his great sadness at watching his decline, and a little bit about the tribute album, For the Love of Harry, that Al co-produced. So we are recording outside today, so you may hear some... Airplanes. Airplanes. Trucks. Yeah, drunk guys screaming on the street. Plumbers. That could be too. Today's topic is the infamous, the famous Harry Nilsson. Tell us about your experience of Harry. Well, I went nuts over his first single, which was Without Her, which I later recorded on the Blood, Sweat, and Tears album. And... Then I found uh, people I knew that knew him, and I uh, put in a request to meet him. And fortunately, he knew who I was, and we both had the desire to meet each other. So he invited me up to his house, which at the time was in the Hollywood Hills and was um, very nice. What year would you say approximately that? If uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears was 67, let's say it was about 69. Okay. So I went up to his house, and um, we smoked a little marijuana, and we sat out by the pool, and we went swimming, which was hilarious because we couldn't swim. <laughs> and... Uh, um, and we just had a great day. And and from that point on, uh, we became uh, pretty good friends. And he was uh, on a, a much more even keel at this time. Uh, we ended up um, spending a lot of time together. And he was produced by uh, producer Richard Perry. And his um, he, they decided to record in England at the same time that I was recording in England. And so uh, we got together in England and spent some time. And uh, uh, although we never... I don't think I played on any Harry records. I, I don't recall if I did. But that would have been a, a, a chance where I, where I might have... Uh, but mostly, we, you know, we, he was doing his thing, I was doing my thing, and, and uh, if we had some time, you know, we'd hang out. And he w they were there, and, they, and we were both using, you know, the same musicians and the same studio and like that. So, like, you know, I'd finish recording, and then he'd come in the studio and start recording. Mm. I think I I recorded more more songs by him and then uh, and then little by little he he made a a, a bad descent into um, uh, alcohol and drugs 
he completely changed. He was not the, the Harry that I'm, whose house I was at. I don't think there was anything I could say. I think it was too late for that. And and so um, I spent a lot less time with him because it was hard for me to to see that. Then he um, passed away, and I I flew to uh, L.A. to go to the funeral, and the uh, the night before the funeral, there was an unbelievable earthquake, and I was staying at my lawyer's house, and it was serious. It was probably a very famous earthquake, mm. and uh, and so uh, it was over about four a.m. At six a.m., a limo picked me up at uh, my lawyer's house, and I got the hell out of L.A. <laughs> on the first plane I could, and so I missed his funeral, mm. but I heard that it was. Uh, uh, not a not a wonderful occasion yes Be probably a combination of sadness about him and the earthquake and um, the uh, mix of people that were there oh really yeah mm. so so I was sad that I missed that but I was terrified that was a really bad earthquake yeah and I've been in a lot of earthquakes mm. That scared the hell out of me. It was it was sad to see his uh, slow dem demise. I'm sure. Very sad. And there was n nothing I could say to him because he was too gone. But there were there were moments, especially when we were in England, and or, or we'd have dinner. Uh, Richard Perry, Harry, and I. And uh, and we t we still had a good time every now and then, and I loved him. He was just so talented. And he was because of his top hits. He was able to make a good living without going on tour. And also, a lot of people recorded his songs. Now, as I said, I didn't know that he wrote "One Is the Number." That was, I think, it was the number one hit for Three Dog Night. Yes. Do you think that he wrote it for them, or they just found it? Oh, no. It? He, d he only wrote for himself. So people would just cherry-pick his songs and do them? Yeah. There's another weird thing about Nilsson. Probably best known for singing a song he didn't write, which was the, th the, the theme song, the song known for... Uh, Everybody's talking for Midnight Cowboy. Fred Neal. Which was written by Fred Neal. But here's a guy who was a brilliant songwriter who... Equally, equally as brilliant a singer. Right, right. So, so you can do that. But it's interesting because I'll bet a lot of people think that he wrote Everybody's Talking, but he didn't. It's just interesting to me that... A songwriter's best well-known song is something that he didn't write. Let's talk about the For the Love of Harry album, and if other I, things come up, we'll cover them too. But um, 
How did you get involved with the uh, compilation? It was my idea. Oh, okay. So it was you and your co-executive producer was Danny... Capillion. Capillion. How did you and Danny Capillion go about deciding who, who was going to be choosing the songs and choosing the singers? Well, we didn't necessarily choose the songs. We, we, we chose the singers... And if they, they, if there was a material problem, then we'd suggest stuff. Or if someone had already recorded the song they wanted to do mm. for this compilation, then we'd suggest others and like that. So, I mean, we really had to do everything. Did you know Danny before? Yeah, he was a, a good friend of mine. Okay. He was a, um, a a booking agent. Oh, okay. So he knew all the artists. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to do it because I loved Harry. Yeah. And um, and I loved his songs. Yeah. That's why I did it. Well, I mean, we just you know we wanted a lot of people to do it, and so we asked a lot of people, and um, a lot of people did it, and a lot of people didn't do it. So these are the, these are basically the people that said yes. Yeah, because okay. uh, uh, we figured volume two we would have the people that said no. <laughs> you never had a sense of what was behind his turning to drinks and drugs and falling apart, you know. Um, Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, definitely. In what sense? Well, it's easy. The availability. Yeah. Mm. Any last thoughts on uh, Harry Nelson as we wrap up? I really miss him. Uh, we had some wonderful times together. And there were many nights and days where it was uh, uh, Harry and Richard and myself. This has been CoobraCast, the Harry Nielsen episode brought to you by The Lime in the Coconut. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about any podcast distributor. And tell your friends.